Hey all you tunes out there and welcome back to a new episode of the History of Animation. Today I wanted to share with you all the history of an animation technique called rotoscoping. Rotoscoping is basically an animation technique where you trace over live action sequences frame by frame. This can give the cartoon a more realistic and fluid movement. The technique is named after the projection equipment that allowed it to be done. The equipment is called a rotoscope. The animator that started rotoscoping is Max Fletcher. In 1915, animation could look a bit jerky, and he wanted his animations to look smoother. So he made a device that could project a live-action frame of a film onto the back of glass drawing board. This way he could trace over the figure. For the first animation that he made with this, he asked his brother for help. His brother Dave dressed as Coco the Clown and they filmed him acting out the scene. Apparently they were filming on a rooftop with a white cloth behind Dave. The wind was really bad on that day, and the cloth moved around so much that he almost fell. Uh, he didn't, uh, so it's fine, but still, remember to be careful. Anyways, this was a huge success. Critics were amazed at how lifelike the animation was. And Coco the Clown was a star that appeared regularly in their Out of the Inkwell series. Of course, most of you today probably have never heard of Coco the Clown, but you may recognize him from the clip where he sings St. James' Infirmary Blues. In this clip, you can see him change from a clown to a ghost. It's a very popular clip around Halloween. Of course, at this point, they used an actual singer to get the reference for the movement. I'm sure Dave was a great dancer, but it's normally better to get a professional for these performances. The brothers were the owners of the Fletcher Brothers Studios. This is the studio that created a lot of classic characters like Betty Boop. And at the time, they were very popular and one of the few big name animation studios. Unfortunately for them, they let their patent expire in 1934. This let Walt Disney immediately pick it up. In fact, Disney's first feature-length movie, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, heavily relied on rotoscoping, and Disney would continue using rotoscoping for a lot of its classic movies. You can find a lot of their references on YouTube, I've seen some for Alice in Wonderland, and one of my particular favorites is the acting performance for Tinkerbell. Of course, rotoscoping wasn't only limited to being done in animation, it would go on to be incorporated in live films as well. One famous example is Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds. They used rotoscoping to animate the birds attacking people. Rotoscoping is also what they use to remove wires out of shots as well. So if you're wondering why in old movies with a larger budget you can't see the wires in them, that's why. 
For example, in Mary Poppins, you can't see the wires that they used to make her fly because they were removed in post using rotoscoping. A more modern example of rotoscoping is actually motion capture. The process is very similar. The main difference is that instead of having someone have to draw every single frame by hand, the computer will look at the, the motions for you. Animators just have to go back to make sure that it looks okay. This can quickly make CGI character move pretty realistically. With modern technology, rotoscoping is easier than ever, so I don't really see this technique going away anytime soon. So all of you artists out there, don't feel too concerned about when people complain about you tracing your art. For one, it's a good way to learn, and it's also what professional animators have been doing for decades. I'll include my resources in the description if you're interested, and let me know what else you guys are interested in learning about.